Welcome to Jikung Stories Podcast 58. My name is Lorenz Desvedo, and that's how the, the lake <laughs> looks today. I'm here in Evian, in France, and I'm here uh, teaching for uh, an association called RE. So they, they are French, and, and their, their principles is to bring um, yoga to the classrooms in France. They are accredited by the, the French uh, government, and um, that's what they've been doing. This is the fourth year that they, they, they started to work. So 40 years ago, they started with things that nobody knew what it was, like mandalas and using them in the education and to relax the mind and, and also using breathing exercises in classes and, and they are quite pioneers. So I, I decided this year because I, I've been with them for four years. Um, in each year I've been in, in a country um, and last year for example I was in Venice but uh, this year I stayed two weeks which uh, I, I had time to prepare my class last week uh, because I, I teach a, I teach a group last week and then I teach another group this week but I had more or less the draft of what I want to transmit so I had more free time this uh, this week so uh, since I only teach in the afternoon along with other teachers with singing and painting and they can choose the workshop that they want so I got three mornings and in the morning it's the, the workshops um, regarding to the course uh, that's really material for the persons that are studying um, and so I, I decided to do the, the um, one of the workshops and they divide the, the workshops in age so there are four workshops and they have workshops if I don't uh, get it wrong I think it's from 3 to 6, 7 to 11 and then 12 to 15 and 15 to 18 I think that's the... the what are they divided, um, more or less? But then I decided to go from uh, set seven to eleven and workshop, and it was quite. It has been quite an experience about how how this association sees uh, teaching, um, and my first expression impression um, some years ago is that okay they do yoga thing in in the class, but it's more than that. Um, it has been a very good surprise to understand that they, what they do, it goes besides or beyond beyond the, the thing of just introducing the exercises, uh, loose exercises, just to calm the kids or, or just go by the this idea of the solutions. Like oh, if the kids are quite uh, 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 unstable of the class, what is the formula to to make them more more calm? Uh, well, they can concentrate. Is there a formula? So, so they go quite beyond this. Uh, with 40 years of experience, they stand about like uh, principles, universal principles, and and one of them them is the using playful things in the class, that using the classes and, and uh, their interventions in a way that is playful and in the way that children engage with, with each other, in a way there is some cow, uh, some community spirits in, in the class. So they just engage together in, in activities, or they just somehow uh, play with exercises and play, uh, learn by playing, or at least they give some kind of playful uh, uh, content to what they transmit. Which is quite interesting to think that uh, children, they, they really want to play. They, they, that's, that's what they want to do in, in, in the first years of their lives. And, and, and it's, it's, it's sad that we lose this 
or some people can can lose this playfulness that after an age we, we don't want to to sit in the ground anymore just to crawl in the ground anymore that we just uh, feel that the, the playful is just for the kids so that's maybe why sometimes the education um, have some challenges because the teachers forgot how to play so they just want to, to do their stuff and forget that they have um, kids with a lot of, lot of energy that they want <coughs> pardon that they want to learn of course but they also have, want to play on it they have and it's possible to, to learn by playing by me by my experience with some classes also of qigong during these last two years in uh, in, in uh, uh, educative uh, uh, projects in, in Portugal but um, it's possible somehow to give some playfulness to the to the um, to, to the classroom and, and sometimes that's they just don't don't care what, what there is to teach if it is teaching in that way but maybe they, they care what is to be taught if it is in a playful manner but if a teacher it forgets uh, how to play how to present things in a, in, a, in some uh, funny way or some in a way that just just uh, uh, at a, it's at the same level of what they want to do without losing the content, without losing the essence of what has been transmi transmitted. Maybe this is possible. Maybe this is possible to have happy students and happy teachers <laughs> at the same time in opposing to have sad students and sad teachers because nobody understands each other in the classroom. So my experience with, during this week, and, and I'm still doing the workshop, is that there is universal principles regarding to, to teaching and what that children react and they come like with the, uh, that the the hardware it comes from the from it comes from the roots it comes pre-installed this idea of community they like to to be together and they work together when motivated to that but also this principle of it's important it's important uh, uh, or I would say essential to keep to keep the playfulness going in in, in in our lives, and maybe and and I was looking for some time for this kind of answer, um, like it's like a word that defines the 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 thin line that it's uh, when a person is sick, for example, and if a person is sick, maybe he starts to eat better. But when does the person stop eating? better in a way when when does the person uh, stops to be like with everything that she cannot eat this or eat that or when does the person is released from from from, from therapy and and in chemical therapy or in conventional medicine uh, it happens um, many times that people say oh, now you take these pills for all your life and this can happen also in, in, in our lives if we have some kind of, of chronic imbalance that there is a time that we're doing this kind of, of, of heating or this kind of exercise for 10 years. But, and, and, and then when that, do we stop? Do we have to do this for our, all our lives or, 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 if we've, or if we can stop it in, in the way? Otherwise, it's the same thing. So I, I was looking for... Um, some kind of measure of health that in somehow can make as uh, people that uh, are, are in this kind of, of, 
of, uh, of crossing that, well, I'm doing this kind of food for 20 years or for 15 years, and um, when can I, I, I'm released and say, okay, I'm okay. And it doesn't mean that the person, if, if the, the person it's just add a lot of sugar, now she can eat a lot of sugar. But there is a thing that I found out this week, and I want to share with you, that for me is quite, it was quite an, an uh, epiphany, that it's this idea that when you start to be playful about what you're doing, maybe you can be released <laughs> of your chronic disease. Okay? If you are eating like brown rice every day, and maybe... If you start to be feel to put maybe some carrots or some peas in the rice or put some onions and cook it in more different way sometimes, maybe you are getting better because you're starting to be playful in what you do. Even if you feel that the chikung form is very good for you because it opens the lungs and you breathe better and maybe you don't have more asthma or your back pain is going away. When you want to maybe explore other things, when you want to be playful about what you do, Maybe you start to be better. Maybe it's time to move on, to, to just go deep in the plain fullness of the things that you acquired until now. And like I say once, and like I say, and like I said before, it doesn't mean that you have to you know just eat a lot of sugar because you stop it. No, you just be playful with what uh, you have acquired until now. Just put more colors in the plate, that you just use more colors, just use more live things, just uh, be passionate by what you do when you're just cooking for yourself or cooking for your family or even when you train just uh, explore just go a little beyond what you have trained just uh, explore others other other ways of 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 moving your body otherwise you also get in some kind of greed or some greed greed uh, like frame that i mean frame and then it also can create some kind of chronical frame so you get from one chronic disease to a chronic frame, and this, I guess, uh, long term, it's uh, long term. It's also not natural and not sustainable for for the body. So, so my 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 proposal for today and regarding to observing the practice in your life is is using uh, to see things that you do for a long time and. Can it be playful in a in a way? So if uh, I, I refer the aspects of the food that maybe you you start put more color in your plate, even if you just like brown rice, just uh, some vegetables and some peas or or some beans, just well change the color of the beans. <laughs> Try different colors. <laughs> Try to make the rice more soft, like cooking it with onions, for example. It's, it's quite tasty. And in the practice of Qigong, and if you do any kind of practice, how playful can you be on it? How, how able are you to change it and to adapt and to be more playful with it? So that's my, my challenge for today and, and my invitation for you, if you want to take it, of course. And, um, well, that your practice be your life and your life be your practice. <laughs> See you until the next podcast.